noticed I like I do a lot of beatbox at the start of everything. So. Into your oh, that's the worst. <laughs> I had that cycling yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so sweaty hands. On base number one, we've got Mr. A, Aiden. There he goes. <laughs> on base number two, we've got our guest of this evening, David Jones. Yeah. <laughs> and I got a base two, and I'm, I'm Carl. Did, what? I haven't got a name. Have I got like a name? I call you Mr. A, Special K. Oh, Special K, that's a whole name, ain't it? <laughs> Special K and Mr. A. And Rob was red berries. In the red berry, Rob, red berries. <laughs> are you all cereal-based? We are all cereal-based humans. Oh, I need a cereal. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We are... In the lodge, we are all sweating. <laughs> from our shins. Oh, man, from our shins. <laughs> um, yeah, some crazy, it's been crazy weather today, but beautiful weather. I've just been across the water, so I'm water to go and pick our guest up. Davy Jones, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good. There Thanks go. for having me. No, you're m- more than welcome. Thanks for... Um, we, we made a pit stop and we got some um, M&Ms on the you're way about here. To, you're, you're about to thank me for the things that you paid for. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for uh, agreeing to stop and let me buy things for you. Uh, well, no, yes, all right. You can't, I can't, can't be making the guest buy the, <laughs> buy the treats, can we? Well, so, David, uh, offer. And I said, yeah, that would be, be great. And then, and then you, went, you went, no, bloody hell, you ain't paying for that. I'll buy those. We did have a thing that whoever paid got to be silent, yeah. but whoever didn't pay... Had to shout "Big Brown Beaver" in the shop, <laughs> yeah. and and we walked out and just mumbled it. Yeah, it was <laughs> big brown beaver. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the, there's a reason for that, which is steeped in lots of texts earlier on. 
Okay. Yeah, well, it's probably too hard to explain. <laughs> too hard to explain. It involves a Western duel. That was it, yeah. <laughs> and then and a Primus video of dressed in PVC, PVC you know what, cowboys. Do you know what? Herb, actually, I kind of look like him with the, <laughs> the PVC. And you do kind of look like Lur when you had your hair a bit longer. I looked, I was like, it's us. It actually is us. We look a bit latexy, all the sweat. Oh, I love it. Yeah, oh. tonight. No, I'm just tonight. It's not the way to have long hair in, is it? Well, I wouldn't know about that anymore. I, I cer- do. I certainly wouldn't know. <laughs> I do remember when I first came back from Australia, um, you invited me to a show with Paramore or Less. That's right, yeah. And it was a festival on the hottest day of that year. Oh, that was, yeah, crazy. Yeah. It was killer hot. And you came off stage and came over and gave me, like, and you had a monster beard and the hair. Did I? Yeah. That must have been terrifying. It was, it was terrifying. <laughs> mostly because you rubbed it all over my face and neck. <laughs> And, um, okay, uh, I'll do that to Kelly as well. She hates that. Oh, it's craziness. Crazy, Dave. <laughs> right. I'm just putting the space down. Let's get into this. So welcome to the lodge, Davey. Thanks. It's very nice. It's a pleasure to have you. Yeah. Can you, I always ask this, in uh, five words or thereabouts, Ooh. sum up, what, what do you do? <laughs> five words yeah. or less? <laughs> I've used them up. <laughs> um, I play in a cover band. Am I allowed any more? Or is that? No, that, I no that's play it. In a cover. <laughs> well, oh, um, uh, I actually ran out, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Went over. You just I play, play in a, a cover. You play in a cover. Well, not just any cover band. Yeah, I play I, in I would um, say you're one of the premier, and also. Oh, that's um, very nice of you. Um, yeah, one of the premier ones in Southampton, I think. I would yeah, say. so I play in a cover band called Davy Jones's Locker, um, which we started when we were, um, well, too, too young to play in pubs, basically. We were we had to ask some permission for Kieran to get into gigs um, because he was so little and so young. So how, we, how old was he when he started? Fourteen. Oh wow! And we were sixteen, and the band started. So there was a band. Um, so Bjorn, our singer, he had a band with um, th- two other musicians, and he didn't have a bass player. And um, the guitarist Mark Poulter, who you know, oh yeah, okay. he knew me <clears throat> and said, "Oh, do you want to come and play with this band?" And we played Botley Festival, and like we played like Police, and like who and all that sort of stuff and um they quite liked it and then we got another gig and then um on the day we went this second gig the drummer couldn't do it so we got paul my mate paul to play drums and on the day polter had to pull out mm-hmm. so on the day of the gig we we were like what are we gonna do we had like <laughs> three hours and we called up kieran my little brother who'd been playing guitar in his bedroom on his like ibanez just rocking out <laughs> and um and then they said oh oh can you you know, you can come and play. So we went and did this gig. You got three hours to learn three 15 hours. songs. We had we had we had six songs. We had six songs. They were like, You're right. We so we were like, We we had six songs will be all right. Yeah. And we went and played it. And then um it went so well that they um they asked us to play two more. And we were like, Well, we don't we didn't even know six. Yeah. <laughs> like so and then we did Whole Lot of Love, which is just ridiculous. Kieran even had a bow. <laughs> what just randomly yeah, he had it with him he was like I'm going to take this I'm going to take this I'm Jimmy Page yeah. <laughs> no rosin on it no. so nothing happened yeah. so he was just hitting it and um, and then uh, the last they asked us to play another one and we were like oh god I don't know what to do and Kieran was like I know all right now and Bjorn was like I know that and I didn't know it so the, a bass player from another band came over and wrote the tab down and put it in front of me whilst the, they were playing. <laughs> yeah, like and I was like, okay. Karaoke. So, yeah. So we, we played eight songs and um, 
they asked us what the band name was and Bjorn just went, uh, Davy Jones's Locker. And he said, can you write it down? He wrote it down and the introducer says, this is Dowie Jones's Locker. <laughs> 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 That's brilliant. Dowie. Dowie, yeah. Dowie. Yeah. You'd have been all right in the valleys. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant, that that's is. Brilliant. Cracking. What a cracking band Bloody name Dowie you got. Dowie Jones is like <laughs> oh, I went a bit, a bit Western at the end. Jones. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so, yeah, and then, like, after that, we were just, like, we were just teenagers who were just having fun with our mates. Brilliant. So it was just like, okay, let's just go do gigs. And um, we just tried to do all these gigs, and we were like, right, Let's play all the songs that we've seen other cover bands do. So it was like Black Knight by Deep Purple oh, yes. and like Amazing. Smoke on the Water. I'm sure. And <laughs> all the classic classic rock stuff that we thought bloody 16-year-old lads are going to love this. Yeah. Nobody gave a <laughs> shit. <laughs> all, the, all the old rockers in the pubs were like, this is bloody good, this is. I'm just, I'm just, we put our bases down for the listeners at home we put them down because I can just see us like he, he mentions that song I can see one of us breaking into it yeah, right. <laughs> it's just how it is with bass yeah, players yeah, isn't no. it it's like oh, go, 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 go. <laughs> yeah. I know that one dude yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and um, so yeah we just did like and, and we just did that and um, and then like we just carried on doing it and like we were doing gigs for years like and um, it, it took us a while to sort of realise that people quite liked it yeah. we were just doing it because we were just like nippers we were just playing music and um and yeah, now it's like sixteen years later, and like, wow, Bjorn's got a kid and another kid on the way. Kieran, who I still see as this fourteen-year-old kid, lost all his hair and just had a baby. <laughs> 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 so it's like, yeah, it's a bit weird to still be doing. I sometimes think like, should we be still doing a cover band uh, like in our thirties now? But then, but then I actually think actually we're more. You know, because we've done it for so long, and and like people seem to enjoy what we do, because it's just trying to get a party atmosphere going. That's the bottom line. Well, that's that's, that's it. That's like, all you know, really and, need to say. And, but ultimately, we we just have fun, and I think that yeah. I, I hope that's why people like it. Well, it yeah, just kind well, of translates because they see what we're doing and we're jumping. Mm. You know, jump. Well, I say we're jumping around. Bjorn's jumping around. <laughs> and, <laughs> so, yeah, solid jumping for yeah. an hour. <laughs> Actually, your um, Carly asked me the other day. She said, uh, "Oh, when I saw Chili Peppers, Flea was jumping around everyone." I said, "Oh, he was my he's my favourite bass player." And she said. I'm surprised you're not jumping around like him. I said, well, I used to do it a little bit, but I got really tired. <laughs> she was like, it's not very rock and roll. I was like, it isn't, but I just got really tired, so I just try and stand still now. <laughs> Concentrate on playing the actual notes. Yeah. Rather than doing a MC Hammer <laughs> right, exactly. across little, the stage. shuffle. Yeah. yeah. With my balloon pants. That's nuts. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm, uh, lucrative? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, about five years in, Paul, our um, original drummer, left. Right. Because um, he had other bands that he was doing. He wanted to focus on them, and we got um, a guy called Steve Christie in, and he he um, was playing in an acoustic band that I was in. And uh, I said, "Can you just come and do a few gigs of us?" Because I just knew he liked um, John Bonham, and I was just like, "I want John Bonham in my band. We yeah. play Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Let's just get That's, him in." And he all, had all these old all. vintage kits, and I was like, "Yeah, come and play with us." And then um, he said, "Oh, I'll do a few gigs until you get a proper drummer." And um, it's now eleven years later, <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's like, he's twenty years our senior. He's played with like, um, he was John Wetton's drummer from Asia. All right, he played with um, Foreigner for a bit. Wow. He's, he knows all these yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know him? He's yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's um in Jadis, that prog yeah. rock band from Southampton. He's, he's in them. He's one of the main members. Okay, that's awesome. 
So yeah, amazing. and then so he basically he came into the band and he said um, so when he, he always jokes about this now he's like when I came into the band you had these sets of lights and it was the little ones you know the four four box. oh god in in a box in together a box. Yeah. yeah yeah and he said you had two of them and um and we did have two but we only used to be able to plug in one because that was the only one that worked and that one had one bulb <laughs> one bulb that worked so it was just this blue light going <laughs> and he said that he saw that and he just thought what the hell are they doing like so he he kind of like made us realize our worth a little bit to be honest right. and and then we started seeing it a bit more like it's still don't get me wrong it's still fun and it's still like, if it wasn't fun i wouldn't still be doing it um but he he kind of made us see it a bit more as a business yeah and and i think since then like the band's um taken off in terms of like better gigs you know we were going out for like people would go oh can you do this gig for free and we'd be like yeah yeah, let's yeah. see you there mate what time do you want us there like and yeah, um, yeah yeah what's that 20 quid each yeah we'll do it yeah. we'll do it i'll have a pizza as well yeah, yeah. brilliant <laughs> or like we and then um but now like it's yeah we're doing all right out of it so it's um we got we had we do a lot of weddings now and stuff which is weird because we still dress up in like shorts and t-shirts yeah and people want us to do that at their wedding but i think that's kind of they know us for, like, Bjorn jumping around in, like... Well, you've, you've seen him jumping around in his board shorts and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. He doesn't even wear board shorts normally. Does, does, he only does them for gigs. Is that right? It's just because people expect him to do it, so he buys board <laughs> shorts for the gigs. Costume. It, it, like, I, I reckon he'd probably have shoes on if it wasn't for the fact that people know him for not wearing <laughs> shoes. So I think... So he just does it. That's what happened to um, Wes Borland from Limp Biscuit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He doesn't like wearing no. twelve pounds of latex no, exactly. every gig, but yeah. people expect people it. People expect this. Thing, so it's just like, oh bloody hell! I'll bring the chocolate bunny yeah, out again, shall yeah, I? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go off on a tangent because we'll talk about the cover stuff. Yeah. Lots in the next five hours. Yeah. Um, but um, you've also done some original material. Yeah. Do you mind me bringing that up? No, because I do remember. Give me. What, uh, where was your head at then? Why did you suddenly sort of think, ah? Did you, did you have well, a little, little mind biscuit and think, is that a phrase? <laughs> yeah, I had a little... You, you, you had a mind biscuit. Carry on. <laughs> no, stop me now. <laughs> you, um, so, yeah, so I have done original stuff. I think the main one you're talking about is the Kodiak Bears. Yes. Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah. <laughs> So basically, on, I, I started um, I started doing it, and I wanted it to be a band. 
And uh, what I realised is that I wanted, and this <laughs> might sound a bit egotistical, <laughs> I wanted me on bass and on guitar. Yeah, I know. Because I just, that in my head, feeling. I just like, I was like, right, I, I want me to play bass because I, I know, yeah. you know, like, I've always been in bands. I've been in a lot of cover bands and a lot of bands. And I've always been pretty much in a band where I'm the only other instrument other than the guitar. So it's always been trios or a four piece with a singer. So yeah. essentially a three piece music, you know, bass, drums, guitar. Yeah. So in my head, I was like, I want me to play bass because I know how to, I feel like in my own head, I know how to build and, and fill out areas yeah, yeah. where there's guitar solos and bits and pieces. So, so then I thought, well, I'm not going to have that. So I just went and have a bass player. So I just thought I'll just do it as a two-piece. And I got really into the White Stripes yeah. um, because of um, my wife, because she loves them. And I got into them and uh, I got into the Black Keys. And then I heard all these two-piece bands and I was like, screw this. I don't need a bass player. I just go out with, <laughs> just do this really loud. Like I'd always wanted to do, when I first started doing all my solo stuff on the on the slide guitar, slide, yep. I wanted to do like slide guitar bluesy stuff that sounded like it was pa- played by Queens of the Stone Age. All right. That's what I wanted to do. Um, so that's what I tried to do with it. But then I also got into the kills and they were like quite um, electronic. They got the drum machines and stuff like that. So I thought I'd just do it as a two piece. So Steve helped me initially and he was from David Jones, like he was doing it. And then he couldn't do it. Then I got somebody else and then I got somebody else. And then I, it's the, the main version of it was me and Johnny. Um, and we were doing that. And um, it was going really good. I, I really enjoyed it, but I had to. Um, he he had another band, and he ended up sort of doing. Is other John, Johnny Moody. Johnny Moody. Okay, yeah, Johnny Moody. So I was doing stuff, trying to do stuff on my own with drum machines and stomping away, and I did a few gigs, but I had to have a sinus operation, so I had to stop singing. Oh wow! Basically, so so I, that's why I, I don't do it, and that's why you'll probably hear me clear my throat a little bit a few times. Oh okay. Because I had um, I've suffered with them for like over ten years, so I had to have an operation where they like. Uh, opened up my airways, hollowed out my sinuses. Whoa. I had a deviated septum. Sorry. <laughs> it was awful. It was oh, I horrible. Can imagine. I can imagine. I mean, I say it's awful. There's a lot of worse things, but yeah. it was horrible. Yeah. But I, I was, um, yeah, so I had that done and um, they did say, they were like, oh, when you, when you, um, when you, you're all healed up, I said, your voice will sound different. I was like, what? You <laughs> were like, no, it will, because the airways will have all opened up. And he was like, you know, you've been congested for so long. Ah. Um, I was on like nasal sprays all the time, steroid-based nasal sprays like every day, which I still have to take now. Rhinocort. I don't know. Oh, sorry. That's just one I remember. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Maybe that might be the brand name. Yeah, Rhinocort. Rhinocort. Yeah. I don't know. I got one called um, Demister. Sounds, oh, like, Demister. sounds like you'd use it on a car windscreen. Hey. <laughs> like, um, yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, and then I had, I, um, I, I kept getting sinusitis like every month at one point. It was so bad that they were giving me um, antibiotics because they knew I'd get it again. They were called, called rescue meds. So I basically stopped singing okay. for a bit and just focused on yeah. carrying on with cover bands. And I, I never really sort of, after that, it was about five or six years ago, I never really picked it back up after that. I did a few yeah. bits here and there, but... Yeah, I did. I, we did some cool gigs. We supported some, like, um, some cool uh, people like... Um, a guy called Marcus Bonfanti, who's like a, a blues, a, a, a English blues guy. All right. Um, and then another couple of signed guys. I can't remember what their yeah. names were. I always thought, I always remember seeing you in the early days and thinking you had that Aussie, bloody keep mentioning Australia, don't I? But um, what's his name? The guy with the dreads. 
John Butler? No, no, they're the guy. Oh, who's Ash, Ash Grunwald. Ash Grunwald. Because I, because I, I, I wanted to be him. No, I, I yeah, thought he was I, the coolest. I, I heard that. We saw him at the platform. Didn't we did, we? we did, yeah. And yeah. it was um, a great night, and he, <clears> he always put on a great performance just by amazing, himself. Amazing, amazing. And just, just the thickness that used to come from him, sound-wise, was awesome. You know well, what that's I mean? what but, I wanted to do. So initially, yeah, when yeah. I first started doing original stuff, I had a, a cajon with a bass drum pedal backwards backwards that's it and then i had a stomp box yes. so i was doing the drums so you had the boom feet, you had the boom doing, with the bass the tap of the cajon. i was trying to do it all yeah yeah and um it's tricky shit yeah it wasn't easy <laughs> <laughs> there's a video of me doing it on youtube and um really annoyingly it was the only one that's filmed all evening and just as he starts filming the um the beta of the bass drum just falls off <laughs> so my um my snare all of a sudden becomes this like Horrid noise because it's just metal hitting the front of the cajon. It's just going clack, 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 clack. Um, but yeah. So I was the Nine Inch Nails remix. Yeah, it was just so. Um, so yeah, but yeah, I, I, I'd like to do it again. I just, I um. It takes a lot of effort, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. And I don't really have a lot of recording stuff at home. I've got like, um, I, I basically I heard that Damon Albarn did a, a whole Gorillaz album on an iPad. I was like. Screw it! I'm going to do everything on an iPad, yeah. and then I realised I can't. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it just wasn't happening. Um, so, so yeah. But if you're doing electronic stuff like they were doing, or like he did with that album, yeah, it would work. Yeah. Um, so I've done a few demos and stuff, and you know we've talked about it for about five years. Yeah. About still doing some stuff, but um, but yeah, it's it's hard though. It's hard. It's just like it's like. This is where the hard bit about it is, Is you know, I'm in this cover band and I've said to you already, I feel like we shouldn't still be doing it after 16 years. <laughs> but then, like, I feel like I should have been doing original music for the last 16 years. But I also, like, I know that whilst I had some really good, fun gigs, like, it's just, it's hard because it's soul-destroying. <laughs> well, that's what, that's what I was going really? to ask. Because you guys have been, obviously... I was away for a long, long time, and the gigging scene is just so different from oh, what yeah. I remember. Yeah, and it's shocking. It's, it's like, and I'm like, we were talking, and we did touch on it briefly before we started press record. But like, it's it's hard for original guys to get a gig yeah. nowadays. Yeah. You know what I mean? And is it is it is that forcing people into? Not that they're a bad thing, but is this forcing people into tribute bands and cover acts? Because at least you're playing and you're gigging, and it is fun. Well, let's face it, it is. Bloody good fun, you know? Yeah, it is. And and that's the thing. Like, I've been in cover bands where it's um it's not had that thing that we're really fortunate to have with David Jones's locker, um, which is just that it's four guys getting together and having a laugh. Yeah. And I've been in bands where people take it too seriously. Yeah. And they turn up like so we we're known for turning up like an hour before we play or 45 minutes before we play, setting up, sound checking and ready to go. Yeah, bang. Still, still got time to go get a drink. Yeah. People find that so weird because they turn up at six for a gig at nine. Yeah. We turn up at quarter past eight, sometimes half past eight. <laughs> <laughs> and we walk in and we're having a chat on the way in, like yeah. just stopping and having a chat. And then we're set up, but we're always ready at nine. Yeah. We're always ready at nine. And then like, there's these other guys in bands who are walking around like the bloody Axel Rose. I know. I'm like, come on, mate, you're playing the Carisbrook Arms in Gosport. What the fuck are you talking about? No one gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I just don't, I don't, and you know, if anybody is in, 
is in a cover cover band that's playing the Kerrisbrook Arms turn up at six o'clock, they're going to listen to this go, he's, he's a fucking prick. <laughs> what a knobhead. But in the back... he's so good turning up at 8.15. <laughs> but in the back of their minds, they'll be going, oh, but he is right. He is bloody right. Oh, yeah, I could it. be at home with my wife. Yeah, exactly. Rather than at the pub setting up my fucking SM58. I could be, I could be getting another episode of Loki. And... <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, dear. It's true, because I've, um, I've had the opportunity to depth you guys a few times, haven't I? Yeah, yeah. And it's so easy. It is, isn't it? I mean, the setup is easy, because it's just, it's not over... Is it kind it's, of... It's, well, it was. It's, it's perfect for what it is, but it's not overcomplicated. Is it just a punk rock setup? Put your amp down, yeah. plug in, play. Yeah. You yeah. Don't, you, yeah, that's it. You don't, you, don't, you don't do everything through a PA oh, and sound like, check. Like, lately we've... Just, put, I love we've, those gigs. Those are lately, the best gigs. Lately, we've put a few bits through the PA, but, I mean... I want to feel what yeah. I'm playing, yeah. like, and you know, we are known as a really loud band. I mean, but but like, what's the point in going to a pub and trying to let loose if you can't hear it? Yeah, mm. I, and I know that that's sort of a bit like a like a like a caveman approach to it. No, but I, but to I, be honest, that's why we love it because yeah. it's just you know, like I do say this, and and maybe I'm being unfair to the rest of the band, but we're not all the the best and most amazing musicians in the world, and I say that. And you've got Steve, who was a pro musician, essentially. <laughs> you've got Kieran, who, whilst he doesn't really know how to set his equipment up, or ha- if anything goes wrong, he just looks at me. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing with it, which is, which is true, and he will tell you that. Um, but he's easily one of the best guitarists on, on the cover circuit. Oh, yeah. Easy. Yeah, he's great. Easy. And not, not, not just ability <clears throat> technical-wise, but like performance-wise, and he's just yeah. he, he's great He's just cool. Yeah. He's just really cool. Mm. Like, and... I probably wouldn't tell him that to his face. So I really hope he listens <laughs> to this because it'd, be yeah. it'd be the only compliment I've ever paid him. <laughs> but he is like, and people absolutely love him mm. because he's, he's. Because he's himself probably, yeah? Yeah, he is. And yeah. he's like, it's quite effortless for him. Yeah. Like he's, Brilliant. he's, you know, we do like a um, whole lot of love every now and then. And he does the stuff. It's the only time where I feel like I actually, in my head, I'm like, oh, it's okay that he's doing stuff like playing the guitar behind his head or doing this, using his teeth <laughs> and in a pub. like, And that's such a contradiction because I hate people who walk around with their wireless guitar system <laughs> going behind the bar, like roaming around. I'm like, what are you what doing? Are you doing? <laughs> who cares? While you're there, can you yeah, get me a pint? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but, um, so it is a real contradiction, and it, but I'm just protecting my bro, you know? Yeah. Like, but, um, but yeah. He's, and, completely, he, he's completely in it as well. Yeah, uh, when like there's moments where you watch him play and he's just just he's just in the zone. Yeah, completely. It's, he is. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, because you don't you you see that quite rarely. Yeah, you do. And he's not he, he's not doing anything to get people to go. Oh, you're amazing. He's just doing it because he enjoys it. Yeah. But like I was talking to him the other day, I get bored really easy, and he'd happily every night play anywhere if somebody said oh can you play this gig no matter where it is what what terrible <laughs> social like, club it is yeah well yeah. i'll be there and they'll be like can you play uh take me out again for the, like the f- the 3456th <laughs> yeah. time that you've played in your life he'd love it yeah he'd go along and he'd be like can we play take me out or wishing well by free and he'd love it he could do that every weekend i can't yeah i get two gigs in i'm like can we change the set yeah <laughs> oh yeah. brilliant hey while we're complimenting people, yeah, the last podcast we did with Amber, yeah, we, we were talking about like random com- uh, compliments we've had from audience members. Oh, Can, does I've that bring good ones. Does that bring anything to your mind? You got one? I've got one. Yeah, come on. Somebody came up after a gig. Now, if anyone's ever heard David Jones's Locker, um, they'll know that um, 
and I joke about this with Bjorn. And again, you know, I didn't I didn't say anything about Bjorn. I don't think there's a better front man. No, I agree with that. Yeah. I I, I just He's don't great. think there is. Like, He's great. He's great. We we again, we will say this like we we had a lady come up to us at the Plough Inn in the New Forest on a Thursday night after we played a gig and we were just being idiots. She came over and she went, your voices are beautiful. <laughs> Did she say- <laughs> and I went, who were you listening to? Like, that wasn't us. Bjorn was shouting and losing his voice and I was shouting over the top of him, slightly out of tune. Like, that's not beautiful. Like, Did she say it? Hang on, i got to stop you. Did she say it as poshly as you just said it? Your voices are beautiful. <laughs> she did. Like, probably even more, like, with more passion. Your voices are beautiful. <laughs> and I was like, they're not. They're not, though. Like, yeah. they're not. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, I was just, I couldn't believe it. That's brilliant. Somebody... The, is, that, is, that, is that alcohol or...? <laughs> I, I don't know. The same gig, some lady dropped a... Um, a whole glass of wine over my chorus pedal. Oh, oh no! Yeah, I mean, I didn't. How, how I don't. Was it? I don't like a chorus pedal anyway. I don't know why I had it. <laughs> <laughs> it stopped it. It stopped it working, and I got really angry, and I threw it on the floor, yeah. and then um, plugged it in the day after. I've done that. Boss pedal. Obviously, it was fine. Yeah, of course it, it was. was a boss pedal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little mini tanks. Yeah, and then I sold it, and the guy who's bought it off me still got it. It's like fifteen years later, <laughs> and he's using it. He's going, "Bloody good pedal, that one, mate." It's bloody good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's a crunchy yeah, noise. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but that, but that's the nature of the beast. You get. Yeah. I bought a new pedal board when back in the day, ages ago, like a Digitech RP two thousand, oh. and I literally was first. It blue? No, it was a silver thing, yeah, like, a, like a polished silver thing. It had, a, it had the, the vocoder in it, the oh, two yeah. used to use, the monkey um, puzzles for monkeys and all that. And um, and the very first gig, I brought it out, a whole pint of beer oh. over it. Oh. And I was just like, that's only 450 quid. Yeah. But I'm just like, ah, oh, come on. You know what I mean? But that, people don't give a shit. No. They don't care. First ever gig with this flea base. Yeah. I um, turned up and I was like... Got I got base. a flea base. Got a bloody flea base. <laughs> and I showed it to Steve. He went, that's bloody good, that is. Yeah. And uh, he was setting his drum kit up and uh, he turned around, hit the drum stool and the bass drum pedal was on top of it and it fell off. The bass was about three metres away, right? <laughs> I've never seen a bass drum pedal roll, but it rolled <laughs> all the way to my bass and dented the top. Brilliant. There's oh, a no. dent in the top. That's the only dent yeah. on that bass. And that was the first ever gig. <laughs> you got it. That's how it happens, though. He said to me, I'll buy you a new one. I'll buy you a new one. <laughs> he was, and I was like, I still haven't got one. He's now telling me he's going to give me a snare. All right. <laughs> I was like, all right, not a drummer, but I'll have it. I'll have it. Oh, that's good. you got to do that, though. I think that's because they're the tools of the trade. And we've got yeah. some nice, there's some nice kit in this room. And we've got, yeah. uh, we've got some nice gear amongst us, haven't we? But at the same yeah. time, they mean nothing, really, do they? No. It's about. It's nice to sound nice, and not, but if when you haven't I, if you haven't got it in your fingers and you haven't got it in your yeah. hands and you haven't got the feel and in your head and you you know what I mean, it's pointless having the nice stuff. So yeah, exactly, and and that's the thing. Like um, me and you are are of the same opinion yeah. that we don't really ever want to spend more than eight hundred pound on a bass. Nah, not anymore. Or, or I, I never have done oh, really. Like the most expensive what? bass I ever bought was my upright. Which was two thousand eight hundred, and I and uh, I got it like um, at that's cheaper the, price because I was working at Music World. The, the electric Warwick Prime. Triumph. yeah, that's right, that's nice. And um, I got it from there, and I got it cheaper because I was working there, and um, and I, I had to get a loan for it at eighteen. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll get a loan for that. I'm going to pay this all the bloody time." <laughs> I haven't played it for about four years. Yeah, I'm the same with mine. <laughs> um, but yeah. you're 
Aidan, you've got it slightly different because it's tax deduction. Yeah. Yeah, nice. You've uh, got some lovely bases, though, yeah, but really I just am. feel like I'd, um, I, I just, I, I'd, I'd ruin them. Well, or, or I'd want to, or I'd want to do something to them, like my P base. I've got a really nice P base. And the first thing I did was went, can you, to a friend of mine, I went, can you scallop the fretboard and put, oh, a, yeah, base, show me this, and put yeah. a base and put a base trim on it? And he went, yes, of course I can. <laughs> he just got the router out. Yeah, just Wah. did it. Obviously, we didn't think about it either because it's P base and the bridge is right at the bottom. Yeah. So I dropped it once on the strap button and it snapped the bit of wood at the bottom, just oh, straight in the middle. So the bit, bit so then then Adams had to like um paste that all back all back together. Um so it's basically Adam like, Adam who we've had on here. Yeah, yeah, Adam, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We've cool. had Adam. So, hey, know, so you're your friends. I've I've known him since I was four years old. No uh, way. We, went to, we were in year R together. His um his <laughs> I don't think he remembers this, and I don't know how I remember this, but his dad came in and um this is the only thing I remember about junior uh, uh, like junior school with him, was that his dad came in in one of the years. And taught us how to draw frogs. Cool. <laughs> and then another year he came in What's and he his... taught us about um, how uh, southern water treat the water and how they, like, clean the water. I was going to go out on a limb <laughs> and say Adam's dad's an artist, but then that water business threw me. <laughs> no, he's he's into... I don't know what he does now. All right. he, he was into um, water treatment. <laughs> Maybe that's why he drew all the frogs. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Because he was treating the water so well. He was cultivating, <laughs> cultivating wildlife. Cultivating frogs. <laughs> frogs are like, we got to go there. <laughs> that's <laughs> a good frog. That, dude, that's a great... <laughs> that dude's got some clean-ass water. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put my tadpoles in there. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm trying to think. I've uh, been I've been in covers band. I've been, I was in a cover band for a little while in Australia. And it was great fun. And I think I'm a bit like you, um, where I wanted to constantly change the set and learn new songs. Yeah. How many songs do you know? Oh. To the nearest five. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm going to ask Aiden. Oh, shit. I think Aiden knows more than me. Aiden knows every song ever, I think. Yeah. He's, he's, but he's... we know a lot. We know a lot. Like, in, because I'm, you know, I'm in, um, I'm in two cover bands at the moment. I've got a second cover band. Okay. And we know, so, and I, I also probably remember all the original stuff I've done and all of that. So I can remember most songs. Yeah. I can't remember what I'm supposed to do at work no. today, but <laughs> the things that I get paid for. Um, but, to, you know, if somebody goes, oh, can you play, you know, um, this obscure raconteur song? Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. I can. I know. <laughs> like, but um, if it comes to like... Is yeah. that... Oh, no, I'm going to avoid <coughs> sounding elitist. But no. is is that a musician thing? We can remember, like, but but no, not just a musician thing, maybe. But people sing along to songs all day long, and they sing along to songs for years and years and years. Yeah. And they remember thousands of lyrics. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, I'm, sh- I'm shocking with lyrics, but with bass lines, yeah, we must know thousands I, and thousands. I, I probably know quite a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, like and, and but I do think that genuinely I, I keep all that in there and because of that I suffer with my memory for other things. <laughs> and I know I know it sounds like I'm just talking shit, but I genuinely do. Like, um I was talking about this today, like some of my friends have said recently that I'm the most forgetful person they know. <laughs> because I, I do. Like I'll say to them, Yeah, I'll I'll yeah, I'll come online and play a computer tonight. And then it'll be two days later. And where the hell are you? <laughs> we're, like, we're like, so are you, you coming on? Coming online? I'll be like, oh, oh, I said I, oh yeah, I said I'd do that, didn't I? <laughs> but what actually happened in your brain was I went when you said that you said, oh, 
the art of uh, keeping a secret. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> from by uh, Queens yeah. of the Stone Age. That's in there. I should really learn how to play around the world by chilling. Yeah, around the world. Yeah. I've been wanting to do that for fifteen years, and I still yeah, haven't yeah, nailed yeah. it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a good, another good reason the bases are on the floor. Yeah, because we'd all bust into it now. <laughs> em also said to me throughout the last eighteen months, she said, um, she said that the most she'd never obviously seen me working, like, and she said that she realised that my most uttered phrase, apparently in life, is. Where did I put my drink? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and what I realised when she said it was that I did that at work all the time. I'd go to someone's desk with my um, my glass and I'd, I'd go, oh, can you tell me how to do this? And I'd, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'd do that. Walk off. Yeah. And I'd be like, where did I put my drink? Yeah. <laughs> I was always just trying to find where my water is. But yeah. Oh, dear. Aiden, tunes, how many? I reckon you know thousands. Uh, must be thousands. thing is, though, I think as you, as we, as you become a better musician... I mean, if you if I was to try and like recite a book to you, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't even recite the first paragraph, no, or the first sentence. But because we are, because we played for a while and we can hear it, yeah, yeah, then it translates through our fingers. So it's not. I don't think it's a memory of like fifth fret, fifth fret, sixth fret, fifth. No, fret. it's a. It's a memory. It's like a cognition of knowing what the tune goes like, and then be able to translate that to your fingers. Yeah, exactly. So I think. I mean, some some bass players can probably can hear a bass line once and then know yeah. it and play it back and remember yeah. it forever. Well, I mean, that just comes with experience, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. So I don't know. Is the no. answer? <laughs> like we did um, a gig on the weekend, and there was some songs where they were like, "Right, can we play this?" And I went, "I don't know if I know it." <laughs> and then we just started. And then it happened. I yeah. played it. And I got yeah. to the end. And I was like, "Oh, I know it. I've done that exact thing." Because the more you play, the quicker the, the transition between brain and fingers. Is. I've also yeah. I've also had the a song that I should know really well. I think it was Rebel Yell. Oh, wow. Something like that <laughs> I mean, in Australia. And we're about to, the guitarist is going, and I'm like, I don't know it. I can't, I can't remember. I can't, I can't remember what the first note is. Yeah. And I'm then, look, and I'm looking bang. At and then, yeah, and then bang, it's just there. Muscle memory. And it's, then it's, it just comes out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, you're quite, it's quite a nice feeling actually. That sort of lost. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, my God. oh there it is. Yeah. Bang. And you're in. <laughs> Bloody yeah, nailed adds, it. Adds to the adrenaline. Yeah. It's, all it's good, very right? weird. It's very weird. Cause we, so what we do is to try and make the gigs um, enjoyable. And I, said that we should do this because again i just get really bored yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I get really into things like all of a sudden i'm just like like a few years ago i bought a mandolin and i said to him <laughs> i said i'm gonna give up everything and i'm gonna become a mandolin virtuoso <laughs> and i did and I, I was like right and then i did a gig for bjorn's wedding and everyone was like that bloody mandolin player was good and i heard him talking i was like yes that's me that's me <laughs> and then i haven't played it since <laughs> tick so, so what Achieve, we yeah, achieved, like, yeah. done. Virtuoso, right? Next one, right? Give me a freaking balalaika. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, um, but yeah, I wasn't. I only played like three songs, yeah. and it was just because I'd learned superstition and everything was upside down. I felt so much achievement. I was like, bloody nailed that. Hang on, you're playing superstition, Stevie Wonder, on a mandolin. Yeah, that's cool. Like a, what? Not in like a. The whole thing, chamber was... sort of chamber sort of style, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a medieval chant. No, it wasn't. No, it was no. like it was. It was like a funk, oh, funk mandolin, funk mandolin. Yeah, that's yeah. all right. That's um, all right. But yeah, so what we do is every night it will be a different person who chooses a set. And cool. The whole idea of that is cool. that it, it's not boring for us. But there's people who come to see us all the time. Yeah, like all the time, to the point where I'm. I genuinely have asked them. I said. Maybe you shouldn't come to the next one. You're probably really bored. And they do, and they yeah. come along, and that's... Good on them. 
it's weird. It's it's really weird. I find it really hard to sort of understand. Like my sister said to me, um, I don't think you realise how much your cover band means to some people. Yeah. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, it's just a cover band. Yeah. That's what I keep saying. And she's like, but is it? And some people say that we're their favourite band. Yeah. I'm like, but we're not playing our own songs. We're playing other people's (laughs) songs. They're probably your favourite band. Have you heard the Chili Peppers? Yeah. They're pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, they're all right. (laughs) Do do you know what I mean? No, I know what you're saying. That's weird, though. I was going to ask you about that. The the whole, in my mind, I've always struggled with the the compliments you get after a... After a covers gig, we used to, we used yeah. to get loads in Australia. We were called, I can't remember, we called Junk Wagon, I think, at one poke it with a Poke it with a stick. <laughs> yeah, I, you, I was about to say, I listened to your podcast, that's what it's that's called. It, poke it with a stick. <laughs> and um, and people come up afterwards and they were like, oh, you know what I mean? And and in my head, I was always like, ah, oh, but I didn't write any of this. Yeah. Should I be allowing myself to feel a little bit buzz of, yay, you know what I mean? And I, and I don't want to discredit all these people who do it at all. I don't want to do that at all. It's... That was just me, how I thought, and you know what I mean? Because I was so headlong into yeah. original music and thinking that's where you got to go but what what do you yeah. think Aidan because I'm I'm interested to hear your your thing and then I'll tell you something that happened this weekend all right that will will like yeah kind of make a point about this what about yeah. like about compliments yeah and like and cover bands themselves do you do you ever think of it as a as a like a, a lesser form is um, of music than a, than going out and doing original stuff are covers bands different to tribute bands let me throw that in as yeah. well they are yeah yeah absolutely because i'm because i'm in cover i'm in wedding bands and i'm in tribute, tribute bands, bands it's, yes. it's totally a different it's a totally different deal um but put it this way there are I've, I've, you know, we've all seen enough cover bands. There are some really good ones, some and there are some cover ones. bands that are not really good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and it takes a lot of hard work, dedication, and practice to become a good one. So, if someone's congratulating you, it's not because it's not because the song you played is is brilliantly written or brilliantly composed. It's because you interpreted it in a, in a kind of genuine, authentic way and made them feel, you know, made them enjoy it. Because, exactly. Because if you watch a not so good cover band do, I don't know, what am I plucking out of my head? Sex on fire. She sells sanctuary. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, it's boring, isn't it? You sit yeah, there and yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But then if you see a really good cover band, you're there and you're in it and yeah, they're rocking exactly. out and, it's, and you're loving it. And there's, it. there's got to be some degree of ability and talent in there. So That's if it. someone compliments you for it, I, you should absolutely take it. Yeah, absolutely. So we did um, two gigs this weekend. And the first one is, uh, was, is the one that I had this kind of moment in. And it's our first proper band gig since the pandemic. So yes. our last one was the 13th of March. Right, yeah. Um, last year. 2020. Yeah. Don't forget to hang a farm. And, oh, I was going to get to oh, it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and then we did hang a farm, but there wasn't a crowd there other than, what, like 20 people? You guys had the biggest crowd of the lot. Did we? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was about 25 people. Yeah, so... Yeah, so the distancing and... That's because I bought my mum and dad. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we had about 20 people there and um, it was so fun. But we did this and this was the first time we played. And it's our first electric gig bag. We did, we've done three acoustic ones okay. and it's not really our thing. We yeah. just do it to if someone wants a band that's quieter. So we did it. There was 400 people. Lovely. But they were all paying attention to the rules. They were all sat on tables and they were all sat, you know, they were wearing masks if they weren't at the tables and stuff like that. So doing everything all right, which made me feel okay. But we played it and there was a moment right at the end when we started playing our last song where a few of them got up and sort of tried to dance around near the front of us. 
but you just saw everyone's faces and and kind of how much it meant to them that we were there and playing music for yeah. them and they could go out with their friends and just enjoy it yeah and it was like it was quite emotional yeah like in a weird way i looked out and i just saw people smiling and they were smiling because of what we were doing yeah and then i sort of went there's you know what we do is is kind of better than what i think of it yeah and i th- i think of it as just I still, and I don't know what, why I think of it like this. Maybe it's just me being grumpy. I don't know. But in my head, I'm just like, well, it's just it's just a cover band. I always say that, and that's not fair, because to some people, it's that we're their favourite band, which yeah, I, cool. it's just like, and that's allowed to that's allowed to be. But it's, it's awesome. also like it's that's so weird that people say that. But I, I think it's just because I'm not very good at receiving a compliment. That's it. I, I really, I'm no. not very good at it. If no. people say, "Oh, you're really good," I, I do that thing where I go. You should see this band. Or, yeah, you, I, no, do you know what? You know. And I got I got told off for that once. I got called out. Yeah. It was at a toupee show. Yeah. Right. I got called out and this um, someone come up and said, oh, that was amazing. And I, my mind... We're just my, ripping off Primus. <laughs> <laughs> I was, my, 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 my uh, humility or whatever it is. But I, <clears throat> I went, I heard it come out of my mouth. And I, as soon as I said it, I was like, oh, what are you doing? And I said, um, uh, oh God, I fluffed, I fluffed so many notes in that second song. You know what I mean? And I could instantly see this person. This person has taken time to come up to me and compliment me. And, and you've I, gone, and you're I've, wrong. And I've shot them down. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then and they and they went off and they came back later and they actually had a go. Like when I was like, no, I heard it myself. I heard myself. And I said, and that's the last time I'm doing that. And I actually yeah. I actually looked up and I actually got some help. And I, basically I just got told the best thing to do if you can't receive compliments is to say thank you, shake their hand, whatever, whatever you do, and then deflect, ask them a question. You know what I mean? You, I, you, you said this in your podcast. I did, did I? Yeah, yeah that's it. And now I remember. Ah, oh, did I? Oh, yeah. no, it was with Amber. Was yeah. it? It was God. the last podcast. Yeah. Oh, maybe my memory's going as well. Then. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and Amber said the same thing. But you know too many cover songs, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got too many uh, Rage, <laughs> Rage Against the Machine bass lines in my head. <laughs> but, but she no, said the same thing, didn't she? Yeah, and, and it's, it's, it is. It's brilliant. And, and you know what I mean? So that's why I... Uh, I just find it hard because it... Um, and it's weird because I... I you know, I'm I'm known for being in a well. I say I'm known for being a cover band. Actually, people don't really realise I'm in the band. Sometimes you could <laughs> genuinely put anybody in the band who's got a hat and a beard, and they wouldn't know I'm not there. <laughs> which is proof because Aiden comes along, people probably don't even know that I'm not there. They probably think, "Oh, David's put a bit of, grown a bit." <laughs> Lovely air. Don't know why he shaves it all off. But um, we've been to gigs before where we've gone to see another cover band, and we've turned up with. Um, We've got two guys who depth for us. Right. Paul, our original drummer, and Trev, who's like known around the circuit as this rock and metal drummer. Yeah. And we went to a gig at the Swan in Wollstone once to see this cover band. And we walked in and uh, Bjorn was first. Everyone saw him come over and shook his hand like he was royalty. <laughs> Kieran walked in next, shook his hand. <laughs> then there was me. Then there was Paul and Trev <laughs> and then Steve. And they saw Paul coming in. I was next. I thought, here's my moment. <laughs> Reached around me, shook Paul's hand. <laughs> Didn't even say hello to me. <laughs> but I think as well, I'm not very good with the compliment that, things. I don't really talk to people after a gig. But that's that's not why you do it either, is it? I don't care. No. I just don't care. No, just, you just enjoy no, it. That's it. That, yeah, if I, if I, you do it for that reason, if what, you do it for those handshakes, and you do it for that notoriety, yeah. that's not the right reason to be honest, doing it, is it? I'll be honest, I'm actually quite glad that people don't because yeah. like after a gig... I, I don't know what it is. I think there's something probably like, like psychological about it. But I, I'm not very good at talking to people after a gig, 
like people come over and want to talk to me after a gig and yeah. Kieran will <laughs> stand there all night and talk to everyone <laughs> as like as if they're his mate like and he can just do it all night yeah and I spend I spend all day selling stuff in my job as a, at a cruise line and I can do it all day take me to a cruise show and I'm selling stuff to people and yeah, I'll yeah, flirt yeah. with all the middle-aged women all all night all day long all day long and I'll yeah. sell all the cruises yeah. um but, you know this is being recorded yeah, they're, oh, pro- yeah. <laughs> they're probably they're probably they know they know they know. <laughs> I was I was more worried my... about worried worried about what your wife oh, finds. Oh there. no, she finds it hilarious. Oh, brilliant. She says, "Why is it that middle-aged women find you like just attractive?" And I'm like, "I don't know." She she says they're my niche market. Niche. <laughs> but she also knows I'm terrible at talking to people, so uh, yeah. nothing would ever happen unless I'm trying to sell them a cruise. That's it. Oh, brilliant. But yeah, brilliant. but yeah, I don't I don't do it for that. I just do no. it because it's fun. You're like the guys from Slipknot. So that's why I started playing bass. Is it? Yeah. My friend was like, we're going to start a band. And I was like, okay. He was like, I've got nine of us. I was like, okay, we're going to wear overalls. I thought, this is bloody good. Hang on. And he went, we've got some masks. I went, like Slipknot? And he went, yeah. And he went, you're going to play bass. I was like, right. So I bought a bass. Yeah. (laughs) All the people in the band... None of them bought anything. <laughs> so I was sat there with a bass. <laughs> That's all right. That's a good start, though. Yeah. So I started a band because I wanted to be in um, in a Slipknot. A Slipknot tribute act. Not even tribute act. Just... We were going to do our own original stuff. But dressed as Slipknot. <laughs> dressed as Slipknot. <laughs> Presumably playing Slipknot's rip-offs. Uh, yeah, perfect. That's random. D- don't wait and bleed. No. Right. <laughs> there is actually a Slipknot tribute band called Not Slip. Not Slip. <laughs> hey, we were talking about that on the way here, weren't we? What the? Oh, tribute band names. Tribute band names. So that's like oh, a really good one. A, like what was it? I mentioned A B C D, which made me laugh for A C D C. My favourite one is um, an Earth, Wind and Fire tribute band, and they're called Earth, Wind for Hire. That's good. <laughs> it's really that's good. good. <laughs> really love it. Oh, it's too funny. Paramore or Less always got some good like compliments. Paramore or Less, <laughs> that's yeah. a good one. It's a really Paramore good one. with that one. I've yeah. never done a tribute band. Why, what's different to a cover band? Yeah, what's the difference? Because I, I am, I've been trying to set up a firehose okay. tribute band for a long time, <laughs> and I'm struggling to find um, other people who know who the band are. If you can't find the musicians, you're not going to have the fans. No, exactly. No, this is it. But I just want to play those songs. They were yeah. so important to me when I was a kid, and I just and then Mike Watt on the bass. Yeah. Obviously, he's a big you know yeah. celebrity for me. Got a drummer who's very, very keen. You asked mustard. me to play guitar. I did, yeah. And I, I just seen... never replied to you. No, I know. We, 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 <laughs> I forgot. We were going through. <laughs> I a, genuinely forgot. We were going through a pandemic thing as well. I, so I, thought I remembered. We'd leave it Do you know now. what? I actually remembered when you asked me about this podcast, and I went, "I should probably text him back about that band because <laughs> you asked me if I listened to the songs, and I downloaded them and never did because I forgot go. about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you got too many Enya songs in your head. <laughs> You've got too many uh, cover versions. But go tribute. Give me this. Um, um, right, I'm going to flip it back at you then. What, what do you think makes a good tribute band? I mean, you may, you may hate, a lot of people hate tribute bands, but what do you think um, would make a good tribute band? I've seen, uh, I've seen the Australian Doors. They came over and they played a tiny little uni in Bath, I think. And the singer came out to start with and he said, how, how Morrison do you want me? He's a lovely guy, Aussie guy. Um, how Morrison do you <laughs> want me? The most polite bloke ever. Yeah, he was lovely. And um, we said, oh, mate, none of us have seen the, got to see the doors obviously you know what I mean I said so just go all out 
mm-hmm. beat Jim. You know what I mean? Go all out. And he bloody did. He did the whole thing. He did the willy out on stage and everything. And I'm bloody hell. He did the poems in the long epic jams. The and police went, come in. You know, <laughs> but he was, I think it was his finger. I don't know what he was about. <laughs> but, um, but he, and it was awesome and it was amazing. And we lived something that we never had a chance to live. Yeah. And you know what I mean? It was amazing. And that's, they're probably the best tribute band I've seen. They were brilliant. I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, at no, all. it does. It does because when I'm playing, uh, when I'm playing, I've got a wedding on Saturday. When I'm playing it and I'm doing a Queen song, I don't use the same bass that John Deacon plays. No, I don't dress the same, and I don't do the mannerisms, and I don't try and make people believe they're watching Queen. Okay. And then we might do a Beatles song, and then I don't morph into Paul McCartney, and then no. I don't morph into John Paul Jones or whatever. So it's it's it's, it's about. Um, when we do the tribute festivals, people really do suspend their belief at the door. And they'll come in. When we do Paramore Less, I mean, people did actually... They, they, yeah. they love it. We got the big the, round of applause when we came we're, on. We're, and you're they... talking the, fan, the fans now we're talking, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, and, and the band members, maybe, in some of the bands. They take it very, very seriously. Yeah. Use the same equipment. Oh, I, yeah, I had to do all that. Use the same tones, yeah. I had to do all to... that. I had spent mm. hours re- um, like researching... Jeremy Davis's like you know rig and signal chain. Yeah, I've yeah, got the same yeah. bass as him and the same pedals and all that kind of stuff. Not because clever. I don't think the fans appreciate it anymore. It's just because when you're on a, a tribute band, that's the kind of level of I suppose. Just, yeah, and that's up in the geekery. Really. That's that's exactly. So I get really like I guess this is probably why I don't drink because I think I've probably got an addictive personality. To be honest, and it's why I don't drink, do drugs or smoke, and never have done any of them because I just thought. Probably not a good idea. Because <laughs> if, I, if I do... Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm never going to play bass ever again. <laughs> so, um, so, and I I sometimes find it hard to to let go of kind of the super small intricacies of a song yeah. when I cover them yeah. um, with certain bands. So like Beard, my other band, um, we, we did... Um, we do I Want to Be Like You from the Jungle Book soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. And... So that's one of the first things I ever heard that really got me excited about music, yeah. the songs on there. Yeah. And um, so we were going to do that. And in my head, I was like, okay, well, we've got to somehow figure out how to do everything exactly the same as the song. And it took me so long to let go of it all and just do our own version. I was like, yeah, but that's not how that bit goes. That's not how that bit goes. <laughs> and then I thought, just chill out. Like, Where's the well, bloody xylophone? I'm sure it's a xylophone. Yeah. <laughs> who's got the leaf guitar yeah. that, that monkey plays that he's actually whistling? Like, who's got that bit covered? It's when you rock up to rehearsals with coconuts on your lips. Yeah, like, that's like right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm glad you remember it. All right. Um, I do. I did um, a version. I, I did a, um, a ballad version of it for for Zoe. Amazing. And I, years ago, and it's really, really dark, slow, big open chord version of it. And um, it was, but um, she liked it. Dystopian. It sounds Jungle like, Book. yeah, sounds like I'd hate it. It's, but it's, <laughs> but it's brilliant. But it's no, brilliant. But, Scatman, Scatman Crothers sung it originally. But, bloody brilliant. Amazing. And that's it. So like, but I find it really hard to let go. So I think I'd probably do all right in a, I'm in sure a you tribute would. band. I'm sure you would. But I also like, I think that I'd want to look like that person and and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And but unless I'm doing you, Moby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we only laugh because or Michael Stipe yeah that's yeah but, but also are you like me where Tuesday you're into Queens of the Stone Age Thursday you're liking Tool again Friday you've yeah. heard Kate Bush's latest stuff yeah. and you're like, Saturday is that every musician or is that just yeah. me it's no, fr- that's, yeah. that's just me and you <laughs> that's why yeah. me and you get along oh, so well it's so frustrating we wouldn't, we wouldn't listen, listen to Paramore on the van on the way up 
<laughs> no, fair enough. <laughs> like, like I do. I go all in. Like, and it's probably it's so annoying for for probably everybody else around me, because especially M. Like, all of a sudden, I'll be like, I bloody love Kings of Leon at yeah. the moment, and then I'll be listening to them, like, and all the obscure <laughs> ones, all the weird ones, and I'll just have them on repeat, yeah, just constantly over and over, and um, and then all of a sudden, I'll I'll be like. Yes, Tom Waits now. Yeah. And then after that, I'll be like, oh, I found this really great mandolin and acoustic uh, guitar bluegrass duo, Christine and Michael Dave. So it's all about them. Yeah. And then the next week, I'll be like, he put Mastodon on. <laughs> and that's it. And that's how I live. That's how I live my life. And I think you probably do too as well. Because every time I get in your car, it's either some eclectic, mad, heavy band. Yeah. Or, you know, full on pseudo do jazz. You, yeah. or- <laughs> do you go full on like obsessive over it? Because I know that me and Carl do. Yeah, I do, yeah. Well, okay. I'm not, if, I, if I start obsessing, the first thing I do is sit down and, and listen to it and try and write it out because I, I want to know what's, how, what makes it how tick. it works, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Aiden, then, I must admit, Aiden's got this incredible knack. Like, I think Aiden has actually introduced me to probably like four or five of my top favourite bands, like Espion Svensson Trio. Yeah. Aiden sent me some of their stuff back, way back in the day. Yeah. And I, when he's, you know, there's not much, much music in life that when you first hear it, you just go, Jesus, yeah. titty fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't say that very often at all. No, you know, no, sorry. <laughs> I was trying to be really, you know, like, wow, something's just, it's just like sucker punch. It's like, that's the best, yeah. that's the best that is actually... I hear good stuff I like all the time. Your, I like your that. first. I like your first description of it. it yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's just, but like when he first played me Espion Svensson Trio, I was yeah, just like, I remember I, that. I was, I was swung. I was like, that's incredible. Yeah. And it's still to this day, it's still incredible. I still listen to him most weeks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, he, and he keeps hitting me with these things, <clears> and I'm like, shit. What, how, how, I hear you with some crap as well. His, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. You just hit me with thousand yeah, things and two, two stick. stick. Yeah. <laughs> Throw it at the wall, see what sticks. But um, no, but uh, you know what I mean? Have you had anything like that recently where you're, oh, that, like you just mentioned a duo or something. Did they? So that's, that's something just... that's for a while. I just, um, so this is the level of obsession I went to. Yeah. I got the mandolin players mandolin tattooed on me. There you go. See? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit. So uh, I, I was that into it. All right. It's a guy called Chris, Chris Teeley, and he used to be in a band called Nickel Creek. Then he did Is a he band called... Has he played with called... Brad Meldow? Have I, got, have I heard yep. that? Yeah, that's great. Yep. Brad that, that album, the two of them, just yeah. him on piano and vocals. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, that's him. And he did a, a, a duo, a, a bluegrass duo, and I put the album on, and I was just like, this is one of the best things I've ever heard. And it's just amazing. Yeah. And I just, like... The songs are amazing. The singing is incredible, and their playing is just world class. And it's just—I just listen to it. And I'm just like, this is the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And I just thought, why? Why am I bothering with any other instrument <laughs> other than a mandolin? I just want to play mandolin and sing, and don't yeah. worry about like plugging in. I just turn up with a mic. Yeah. Plug into one mic and yeah. do everything into this one. That's mic. what they do, don't they? And is that's it, what they what do. is it? Blue, bluegrass. 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 Yeah. It's bluegrass. Well, they uh, just do loads of old bluegrass songs yeah. and just they do it as a duo. We did a podcast with Kelly and we did some. We did a moment where we brought three songs in each, whatever, which was a bit off the cuff. And I mentioned um, Billy Strings, and it's the same thing. Yeah. He. I don't know. I can't even remember where I found him. I think he was just on a Spotify offshoot. You know mm. what I mean? Because no one else has heard of him. No, well, I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> Same as bloody fire hose. Yeah. But um, yeah, and bang, just well, sucker he, punch. Here you go. Let me um, let me find my the latest one of the latest ones that I really obsessed over was Jacob Collier. Yeah, oh yeah. You listen to him? Mm-hmm. Piano player, 
Insane perfect and pitch. Every... Holy moly. We've seen the one where he, where he proves Wait, his piano is out of tune by he... singing what a third should be and saying, look, and this is 14 cent sharp or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just, um, I heard the song that he did with, um, uh, what's it called? He plays everything, doesn't he? he play, yeah. He, yeah, yeah, he's just a... But the thing, I think the thing with him is his is perfect pitch. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Because it just it, like, vo- unlocks vo- so many doors so easily for Vocally, him. yeah, okay. And it, like, yeah, and then they just dove into theory, I think. Yeah. Because yeah. the amount of videos that come up on my YouTube feed, Collier, what happens when your phone rings at a Collier gig? Oh, yeah. And, shit, like, yeah. and stuff like that, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like... So he he played... Um, he's got a song that um, had mono neon on bass. All right, amazing. I, I put it on and I was just like, oh, my God. This is like... It's like a crazy... Prince song, <laughs> like just mental, and I just uh, I just heard the bass, and I was like, "This is probably some of the best." Uh, it's called "In." Uh... It's on Spotify. Yeah, it's called "In My Bones," I think. Yeah, "In My Bones." I put this on properly. Yeah, um, but another one that I got into, real like loads, which you you know about, Carl, um, Saint, Saint Vincent. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know, Saint yeah. Vincent. yeah, I love her. Yeah, she's amazing. again. I got so obsessed, I got a logo tattooed on me. I was just <laughs> thinking. Ahead. I was, I was gonna. I'm gonna look into some of your obsessions. Killer whales. Yeah. So, w- so walking moustaches. <laughs> <laughs> so, but this is it. So, like, this is the things that I'm. I'm like, got really into. Um, I've got Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. But I've got the Feathers McGraw. I've got like a mandolin. Mandolin. Um, that's uh, Mr. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah. There's. A, What's the a, quote from? A, <laughs> what me me fail English? That's impossible. Yeah. That's a Ralph Wiggum quote from Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> you got some space on your left arm. You need yeah. to. You need to. But uh, that's that's the flea. It's the flea teeth. Yeah, yeah, the flea yeah, teeth. Just, yeah. But then these are all doodles just from an artist that I yeah. really like called John Bergman. And I've got a little snail. I've got, you um, have got you. You're right with the, with the addiction with the addictive. Yeah, nature. I do. Yeah. Like just... a, a sausage of eyes, and then this. <laughs> look at that. That's a little bug. Yeah, little bug. Yeah, uh, and then Batman. Like, yeah. At eight years old, if you asked me what I wanted to be when I was older, Batman. Bat- Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Eighteen years old. What do you want to be when you're older? Batman. Yeah. <laughs> just, just Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe bass playing Batman. <laughs> Batman. I think Batman does play bass. Let's, does. Put, let's put one of these tracks on. Superman. Superman definitely plays I, bass. You should put um, Jacob Collier's "In My Bones" on. Okay. You should definitely put that on. Let me just find it. Because it's amazing. And the bass playing that he did a he did a YouTube video of um, breakdown breaking down the track. Did he? Is this the one he played on everything? I've, I've seen some. Well, did he, he do that often? He plays a lot of it. Oh, yeah. yeah, but um, he broke it down, and I think there's like 500 tracks on his on his. Um, oh, I've seen those. Logic. Yeah, with the logic. Product. He goes through it all, and like there's 500 tracks. <laughs> and he had to mix it. He's got some serious RAM. I mean, he's, he, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's your first yeah. thought. Because, yeah, because yeah, my, my, my PC starts macking out at like 36 tracks and then it starts going. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's got, he's got a good computer. Yeah, he's got right. a really good computer. Here it comes. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> that's mental yeah that's brilliant the, the, the video's like um, it reminds me of uh, Sledgehammer alright 
and it's just Gabriel, yeah, yeah. It's like parts of it are like like claymation in, inside his mouth. Oh, what? Like looking out and. Stuff. Do you know what? It's kind of got that. Oh, we're gonna. Oh, I'm gonna be base geek out on it because mm-hmm. Mono is brilliant. He's amazing. But that's got a Larry Graham thump to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and then it's got, and then the drums are like half time for a while until yeah. it picks up, and then he ah, oh, it's just that's there, great. There's um, there's like again back to the obsessed session thing that we were talking about in in that little you know bit there. Yeah. Like, I heard what Mono Neon did, and I was like, right, I'm going to buy a phaser pedal, yeah. an envelope filler, <laughs> and I'm going to buy a whammy pedal. And now all of a sudden, I'm just like, right, I'm using a whammy on bass all the time. Yeah. yeah. Like because he does it, and just yeah, I don't. It's not, <laughs> it's not great. Well. <laughs> I know, it's it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to. I know the feeling though. I'm the same. I I, I get obsessions. I do, I get um, um skateboarding obsessions. You know what I mean? And all yeah. Because I still I still like skateboarding. You know, and it's just like ah. And then you watch. Then I'm watching YouTube videos of skateboarding. And then the next minute, like whatever, it's something else. You know what I mean? You just told me that the guys from Clowncore, the drummer from Clowncore, mm. is Lewis Cole. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. You know what I mean? I feel a bit unknowledgeable, but I didn't know. So then all of a sudden I'm looking up Lois Cole videos. It's bloody amazing. Yeah, Lois Lewis Cole. You need... To, you, you see the drummer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's incredible. Yeah. Mm. And he's got one, it's called Fuck It Up, isn't it? Um, the one that he's, and he's done a... I think, I'm not sure if it's his house or whatever, but he's done a recording inside a house and it's like with him with a little keyboard to start with. Right, yeah, yeah. And then in the song builds, 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 and he does this little break where he runs down to a drum kit and... Um, <laughs> And then all of a sudden it swings around and he's got a bloody orchestra in his front room. <laughs> and it's just such a cool, cool I've not, track. I've not listened to a lot of him, but no, I've just seen worth... stuff where him and like he's played with other people, like stuff like the Wolf Pet guys, or, yeah, yeah. or like he did like Mono Neon quite often takes his clips, plays bass over the top of it, ah, and puts it on his Instagram. Okay, yeah. Um but same thing, like again, you know, like you're talking about skateboarding, like through the pandemic. Um, I was running loads. That's it. And and I was like doing like I, in my head I was like right I'm gonna at the start of 2020 I said I'll do 12 half marathons in in 2020. And I thought I don't think I could do that. But then what happened is in the pandemic I was I couldn't play music because we we couldn't gig, which exactly. is my my sort of stress release. Like so I was like okay I'm gonna start running. So I did a half marathon with some friends, and then the weekend after I was like do you want do you want to do it again? I was like yeah all right. <laughs> so I did. So, so I did 12 half marathons in 12 weekends. Wow. That's nuts. That's impressive. It, it, it injured me. And then I was, I couldn't, I couldn't, um, I couldn't run because I um, basically did some damage to one of my nerves. All right. Um, well, like basically pissed off a nerve, yeah. which meant that I, be- I couldn't run. So then I was like, well, I've got nothing as a stress relief. And uh, <clears throat> my dad said, come fishing with me. So I went fishing. Now, that's all I want to do. <laughs> like, I, went gig- I was gigging the other day and I was like, I could be fishing right now. It's, it's a definite no-no for drugs for you. Yeah, I know. I know, right? <laughs> like, so all of a sudden I'm like, I just want to go carp fishing all the time. I've and- seen some photos actually. Is it on Instagram I see photos? And yeah, like- so I set up... There's some big fish on those photos. Yeah, well, that's it. Like, and I've just been... It's just amazing. <laughs> I don't know what it is about it. But it's and then the cycling thing because I don't drive, so I bought a bike and then I was like, okay, well I can ride. Yeah, I can, and I was like, I'll just combine the two. So I've been riding everywhere, loading my bike up with like twenty kilos worth of fishing tackle and stuff, <laughs> and I'll just ride wherever I want to go and yeah, I can just yeah, go fishing yeah. for the day. That's great. So I like those fishing beds. The, oh, I'm not sure if they're specifically for fishing, they're but called, they're like they're called bed chairs. Bed and they're chairs. specifically made for carp fishermen. Oh, so if you're a carp fisherman, basically. Right. 
you're basically the mug of the fishing world because you're just like, <laughs> I want to buy everything. That, oh, really? You know, yeah, they just like, they sell so many things for carp fishermen that are unnecessary, but you go, it could be useful. It could be useful. <laughs> like, Do they know that you're... What, 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 what those is chairs it? cost four, five hundred quid. Yeah, they're not They're, not they're cheap. called a bed chair, but it's basically, yeah. it's a fancy camping They bed. look well comfy. I got stuck in one and go outdoors, whatever. I got, in, I got in one <laughs> yeah. and I struggled to get out. You know they're I mean? amazing. They're incredible. They're memory foam. But what, what makes a carp fisherman different to a mackerel fisherman? I don't know. <laughs> so, the thing is with a carp fisherman... Patience? Is, like, people call it the carp tax. So if you're a carp fisherman, you're known... Or, or, or tackle tarts. They call them all these sorts of things. <laughs> and it's because you just... There's all this new technology. And, like, it's it's the only kind of type of fishing that you, um, that you do where um, you kind of... So most fishing, if you've ever seen any bloke fishing, yeah. like, or if you've ever gone fishing... Yeah, I used to. You cast out with a little float, and it's when you see the float go under, you strike. Yeah. Carp fishing is the only type of fishing where you don't do that. You spend ages tying your rigs with a lead, and you put it on a bite alarm. You could just chuck a float out. Yeah. But instead, you've there's all this technology within... Oh, little alarms. Your... Why? When... Little alarms. Are they just trickier to catch? Well, they're seen as this mythical fish to catch. Okay. Like for years, they were just like in like the like eighties or like maybe even earlier. They, they were like this. This they were they were almost like harder to catch than than any other type of fish. Radio. I don't know why. And I I just thought, oh, I'll never catch a carp. I'll never catch one. <laughs> How many have you caught? Oh, loads now. It's wow. what I can focus on. Yeah. But like, it's there's so much um, there's so much money in it. And and tackle companies know what they're doing. People spend like um like thousands of pounds on like a a bivy. Yeah. And a camp oh, and a camping bed. Yeah. Essentially. But it's a bed chair and it's a bivy. Yeah. And it's essentially it's a it's a tent. And, and yeah. a, but they spend all this money on it because there's just newer versions of it and different exactly, things. That's it. And um it does sound a bit like being a bass player. Well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> well, and that's why <laughs> it is, that's, it is. that's it entirely is. why it appeals to me because exactly. I'm obsessed with guitar pedals. Well, we are, but we both are, aren't we? we? Both yeah, are. exactly. We're so obsessed with pedals, and I've got so many at home. Oh, you so are. many of them. And like I just collect them all and build them all up. And then all of a sudden there's this type of fishing that's essentially like that. <laughs> I can buy all this stuff, and I'm like, Fucking hell, I'm going to spend all my money. I'm going to go buy all this. This is perfect. Your, your, um, your out there addictions, I'm going to start introducing you to crazy stuff to see if I, like like licorice production or, or something like that, just to see if it takes with you. Let's see you in six months you know, and you, like you this... tell you've got Bertie Bassett in a headlock. <laughs> I've got you know, when you, you were like um, in the 90s, they used to do that, um, those little bottles with the sand in, the different colours of sand. Oh, yeah. Get me into that, I'll be like, sorry guys, can't come out tonight. Can't come out tonight. Making one of my sand bottles. Mm. <laughs> I got I gotta stain some sand turquoise. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. So so while um Jacob Collier was on, I nipped out and I came back with a bit of paper for you both and a pen, didn't I? Yeah, I'm scared. So this this should probably be talking about obsessions. Yeah. Yeah, because we were we were chatting on WhatsApp, trying to, you know, trying to organise all this. Um and us being bass players and of a certain age, I think our, our conversation just naturally veered towards the Red Hot Chili Peppers, didn't it? Of course, of course it did. <laughs> um, so, and then I don't know how I don't know how it came up the idea of a quiz, well, Red I, Hot Chili Peppers, but well, I kind of ran with it. Well, yeah, <laughs> I think you got the wrong end of the stick and you've ran with it. Whereas Carl was like, "I'm going to just say these words, and then whenever I say these words, you've got to play 
Um, I was a, thinking if we were going to bring basses, yeah, yeah, I thought... You've got to play a Chili Peppers bass line. Yeah. And your words were flaps and cyclops. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Which I haven't said once so no. far. So it's not a great idea, but... <laughs> Anyway. Well, I thought that was cool. I was practising them. I was like, I'm yeah. going to do Black Eyed Blonde. Yes. They're not going to think of that one. <laughs> That's a great song. What a great song. So. All right. <clears throat> All right, there's seven questions. Oh, no. There's seven oh, questions. No. There's five from me and then two from a guest, <gasps> from a special guest. Flea. Is he here? Shh. <laughs> 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 You'll scare him off. All right. Okay, so the five from me are, I am playing you. It's easy, really. It's an extract from a Red Hot Chili Pepper song. You All just right. have to write down what the song is. That's oh, the first okay. one. Okay, there's five of those. Oh, there's five of those. Oh, wow. wow. All right. I was going to go bloody easy, <laughs> but I'm not going <laughs> to... Gonna... I like... I, um... I'm not sure I'm going to get these. I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> they're not... I don't think they're hard. All right. They're, they're songs that you will have Are heard they of. all off of Californication? They're not like B-sides of B-sides <laughs> from 1978 or something. Oh, right, okay. Before, they, you know, before the band formed. Before, it was... <laughs> no, they're, 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 they're from the hits. Oh. All right. Okay. Are we ready? We're ready. Let's right. go. Let's do this. Here's question number one. People at home. The sand. Oh, my God. I don't okay. know. I'll give you another listen. Yes, please. That's John singing, isn't it? Don't get, don't, oh, you're trying to win this. There's even a prize. I don't know. <laughs> all right, moving on. Do you want another listen? or You can play it as many times as you like, but I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to yeah. get one, it. One more, one more. The sand. Is, that, is he talking about shampoo? <laughs> <laughs> I'm genuinely trying to figure out what words he's saying. Yeah. I've got the shan, <laughs> which aren't words. <laughs> okay, are we done? Yeah, moving on. All right. You got something? No. Oh, good. Number two. Really and they're from the it? hits. They're from the hits. Is are this, they? You've heard these before. Is that when they, they are? So hold on. Are I, these? I should, I should have told I, you the I, conceit of this. Actually, they're, I've taken the isolated tracks. I was going to say, is this isolated yeah. bits? Yeah. Because I was thinking, there's no chili song that sounds like that. <laughs> this, well, there is, sure? but there's just normally other stuff going on around it. Play it again. Just... Are you sure this is not a craft work quiz? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, like. Yeah, moving on. I'm going to write that one. I'm going to write something down here. I'm okay. writing ooh, something down ooh, as well. Ooh. For listeners at home, this is very tense. <laughs> I'm, I'm they're, they're acting like, you know, they weren't really into it, but, but there's eyes down now. <laughs> <laughs> I am quite competitive. Okay, here's number three. Are we ready? Come on, come on, three. You know it. Yeah, okay, know so it. that is a part of a chili song. There's normally other bits going on around it. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, is yeah, a, yeah. That is a fragment yeah, yeah. of a... I know. I can see the video. Okay. Here oh, again. bloody cold. Um, so you know it, but... Yeah, you... I can't remember what it's called. Oh, thank God for that. It was a single. It was a single? It was a single. I'm just see gonna, the video. I'm just going to guess. Okay, do we, do we need another listen? Are we happy with that? This is really Carl, do you want, want another one? No, is that three? Is that number three? That was number three. Three out of seven. I, All right, I can't remember what it's called, but... I feel like I'm... Right, number four, you ready? Peppers. 
Ready for number four? Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> that hurt my ears. That <laughs> I knew it was coming. It still hurt my ears. Um, oh, but both, both writing things down, no? It's a guess. I, I, I'm not confident in any of these so far. <laughs> I'll play it again. I'll be prepared, okay? One, of, one, of, them, one of them I've written down. I haven't even written down a song title. I've written down what's in the video for it. Because <laughs> I can't remember the bloody song title. Okay, here's that one again. Oh. oh, this is really hard. That is hard. But you know you know the song. I'm glad oh, do you know what? I used to watch Mastermind. If Aiden was the bloody dude in the front, I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. It was too hard. Number too five. Hard. Number five, all right. Especially if he had it that loud. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> okay, this is the last one from me. Alright. Uh uh. <sighs> Hold on. Oh, oh, oh. I actually think I know this one. No. Oh, you don't. Come on again. Uh-uh. 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 That's good. And that's nice and in time. Now. I've put Davy in physical pain here, I think. Oh. <laughs> My sinus is hurt again. <laughs> that nerve in your legs playing up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All my injuries are coming back. <laughs> Oh, I'm just writing anything down. Go one more time. All right. Here we go. Uh, uh. I feel like I know this one. It's really annoying me. No. God. Okay. All right. Are we happy? Mm-hmm. All right. Let me let me introduce our special guest. All right. Um, because Davy Jones Locker came and played Hangar Farm um, when we were doing the charity live streams. Um, and another band that came to play... Um, the Hangar Farm charity live streams was Ben Townsend <coughs> and his brother Sam Townsend. I was going to mention these guys. Who, they who do they do the Chili Peppers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I knew about the podcast before I met them, um, but now I they they do a very. It's called Universal Universally Speaking. That's right. That's it's right. The Red Hot Chili okay. Pepper podcast, and it's great. It's just the two like two brothers just yeah. loving the chilies and being incredibly funny, enthusiastic about can it. Can I um, can I give a shout out to my friend Andy? Yeah, who also inputs on that podcast. And who is also going to be the drummer in my Firehose tribute. Oh, there we go. Yeah, so there's, there's links everywhere here. This is good. Okay. This is good. So, um, so yeah. So we kind of chat on Twitter quite a lot. You know, we kind of interact with the podcast and all that kind of thing. So I, I reached out to him today. This is to, uh, to Ben. <laughs> and I said, I need, we're doing a Red Hot Chili Pepper quiz. I need some questions for you. Oh. And, and he came back with some good ones. <laughs> he's gonna. This dude's gonna slay us. <laughs> yeah, <he's> gonna, <laughs> I talk. really, I really hope he listens to this and goes, "Those first five were fucking hard." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have said to the first five actually. Yeah, don't, yeah. But um, okay. So there's two from him. So this is number six. All right. All right. You ready? Here we go. Hello, guys. Ben Townsend here from Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast, with a quiz question for you. What was the name of the band fan club that was most famously run by the Swan's dad, Blackie Dammit? Oh. Stunned, stunned silence in the lodge. Blackie Dammit. John, John Kiedis? Yeah. That's his, Anthony's dad. Anthony's dad. I'll play the question again. Play the question again. <laughs> you write that down, mate, because that's definitely the wrong answer. You go for it. You crack on. <laughs> what was the name of the band fan club that was most famously run by the Swan's dad, Blackie Dammit? What was the name of the band's fan club run by the the Swan, Keith, Anthony Kiedis, run by Anthony Kiedis' father? I can tell you why he's called the Swan. Why? 
Because he's got a curved penis like a swan. There we go. I think. That's not the correct answer. Again, you write that one down, mate. <laughs> Does, uh, like bonus points. <laughs> bonus <laughs> points. <laughs> Do you need to hear it again? Oh, I this. No, I can't. Oh, I don't know it. So. All I know about this quiz is number one, <laughs> two, three, five and six are flipping hard. <laughs> so you, you're confident with four? <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Here is that. Here's Ben's second question for you. Ben Townsend from Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast again, with another quiz question for you. In 1986, the band appeared in a Burt Lancaster and Kurt Douglas film. They played a song called Set It Straight. But what was this film? Oh, Carl knows it. Look, Carl knows it. Oh. I'll play no. it again. No. In 1986, the band appeared in a Burt Lancaster and Kurt Douglas film. They played a song called Set It Straight. But what was this film? No. 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 Mm. That's good. <laughs> this has been an overwhelmingly bad. <laughs> <laughs> we really like the Chili Peppers. <laughs> we just like the bass lines. We just like the bass lines. I think. Would anyone like to hear a, a, a question again? No. no. Um, you happy I'd with like all, all the... seven, yeah? If I hear, if I hear again, yeah, no, I won't. It won't. And It'll just be a waste of everybody's is, time. Is there is a little soul to squeeze was in a film. Yeah, the Coneheads. Flea was in Suburbia. Back to the Future too. Back to the Future. I don't know. Anthony Kiedis was in Point Break. He was. Got oh, shot in the foot. Got shot in the foot. <laughs> I was going to say. It seems like you know a lot of the answers apart from the correct answers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you'd have done a different quiz, we'd have nailed this. Yeah. Like if you'd have done that Jeopardy style, <laughs> we'd have been we'd have been all over this shit. Okay, all right, all right, come okay, on. So this is for you and for the people at home. All right, here's number one again. So number one, I, I played you this. Oh, the sun. Oh, oh, do you know it, it now? Do you know it now? No. Oh. <laughs> I, I had the same thing. Yeah, I, went, I, I got it. Tip of my tongue. Okay, no. are we ready? Here is the answer. This is the song it's from. <laughs> Danny. So I should probably cross Danny out from number five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Lord. that was Don Frusciante's backing vocals. Do you know yeah. what, Danny California? Do you know what's even more embarrassing Yeah, about you this? do that in the band and you sing that part. I do that part, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Oh, that's epic. I've seen you do that. That's brilliant. Yeah, I know you have. <laughs> I quite like John uh, Frusciante's backing vocals. Yeah. I yeah. love him. He's a good singer. Yeah. Here's number two. What does anyone think? Any answers? Anyone? I, I, I put breaking the girl because of the Mellotron and all that. Oh, but interesting. Interesting. I put, and I think it's wrong. Okay. But I put Californication. One of you is right. Oh, it's him. Nailed it. Davey's on it. <laughs> Lovely. Oh. I feel really smug right now that I've just ticked my, my pin. <laughs> I almost wrote Danny in in number one, but I thought, nah, that's cheating. That's what I used to do in maths tests. Well, Can't he says the words other side, so I was hoping it was going to trick you into thinking yeah. of other side. I, I genuinely couldn't pick out All any right. words he was singing. <laughs> number right. three. Number three. Here was the, here was the question again. I know what it is. Oh, oh, oh. You know what it Wait, is. Go I on. Think go on. Put I us out of misery, Davy. Uh, right. I've written down coffee shop. Okay. 
because Carl said there was a video and he can see the video and he's no. described the video. Right. But I actually think it might be Love Roller Coaster. Oh, interesting. No, I, uh, I, you have to help me with the song title because it's gone from my mind. Mm. But I think it's the one where there's a taxi, crazy taxi driver in the, the, in the video. By the way. Mm. I think what? it's by the way. Wow, 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 wow. One of you is right. <laughs> yes, mate. I didn't, but I didn't know the song title. There's tambourine. It's another song David Jones got the Yep. I don't think um, you do that part, do they? <laughs> so no. Do I do I get to tick even though I wrote down taxi yeah, in the video? On. To be yeah, to be honest, it just keeps more interesting. If we all right. have one. Um, all, right. all right. Here's number four. God, that's, that's what goes right through your head. That's brilliant. It? Okay, any ideas, anyone? Around the world. Around the world. Okay, let's find out. Oh, yes. <laughs> we were one track away. <laughs> God damn. Oh. Okay, last one from me then. Yep. Um, here's the question. Uh uh. <laughs> sure both, both of you acted like you knew this one Are you sure it's not Bobby McFerrin? <laughs> uh, uh. What have uh, we got? No. Oh, it's wrong, I know it's wrong Bobby Because written. I've written it down and it was the answer to number one Daddy California, no I was So it's not, not. I'm, I'm just, not. I don't know, I haven't put anything down for that one yep. Come on Here we go. Should we just Yeah wouldn't have got that. Lovely okay, ha- let's have it. Let's have a count up. How are we doing? Do you know? You know, you told your bass story about how you started bass. Yeah. My one, just a quickly. Sorry, hopefully. Yeah. Um, my I play I played guitar for a little bit. I wasn't quite getting it. Yeah. And I used to go to a club called the Nexus, and we used to dance the night away. And my mate said to me, "Stu, hey, I hope you're listening." He said to me, "You do you realize you play air bass?" And I'm like, oh, "I don't know." <laughs> and he's like, "You play an air bass?" And he so he took my guitar away from me and bought me a bass in a little 95 quid encore. Oh, bless him. Yeah, magical man. Uh, set me on the right path in life. Um, I had a dream that night um, about lovely my lovely man bass line, Flea yeah. teaching me that bass line. <laughs> oh. And I could wake up and I worked it out. I had to learn how to play it. You know what I mean? So that's, yeah. That okay. was it. My, my first bass was also an encore. Yeah. My mum and dad bought it for me from the catalogue with lovely. a little amp. Lovely. Tried to tune it up, broke two strings, <laughs> sent it back as it was broken. Yeah. And they went, they said to me, my my dad said to my mum, well, there's another one that he's going to, another hobby he's going to start and just finish. <laughs> and then they bought me another one and then it's the only thing I stuck to. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. And I, one of the first songs I ever heard that I wanted to learn was Around the World. There you go. And I still don't think I've quite got it. <laughs> Do you know what? You never learn that song. <laughs> yeah, I know. That can be your nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> How, are, how right. are we doing with our marks? One. 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 Ooh. Okay. All right. <laughs> and neither of us has an answer for six or seven. <laughs> so the quiz is over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but for, this is for the listeners at home. Now. Yeah, we're, come we're on, pass come on. Answer. Okay, so here was Ben's question, here's Ben's question again for number one. Ben. Hello, guys. Ben Townsend here from Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast, with a quiz question for you. What was the name of the band fan club that was most famously run by the Swan's dad, Blackie Dammit? Okay. So, I know I know they got a fan club currently, me <coughs> like an email thing called Me and My Friends. Mm. 
But did they have something to do with octopuses back in the day? Mm. Are you just saying that because they've got a T-shirt of a chili? No, well, it's always been. It's like because what was the psychedelic sex funk life from heaven? And it was and Chad's both. <clears throat> they both got octopus on oh, their yeah. tattoos. And was yeah, it John's something got an to do with tattoo? Yeah. All right, here we go. <sighs> and the answer was, of course, the rock and freakopotamus. I can I knew it. Oh, you knew it? No, I, I knew it. I knew it. You didn't know it. Do you it. know why I knew it? Because why? my mate Andy sent me a picture of how you got fan club merchandise back in the day oh. before the internet. And it was, you got a sleeve in with your vinyl or whatever, which had all the merch on it, and you had to tick what you wanted and post it off. <clears> yeah. And then it would send it back. Oh. I was like... There we go. With a post Amazing. Order. Post, yeah, it was postal order stuff. No internet back then, see? Amazing. All right. Okay, so so in the room, we don't have this one, but here's number seven. All right. Ben's second question. Ben Townsend from Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast again, with another quiz question for you. In 1986, the band appeared in a Burt Lancaster and Kurt Douglas film. They played a song called Set It Straight. But what was this film? And the answer is? That film was Tough Guys. What? <laughs> we got to go watch it now. I'm going to go and check them out. I don't even know if I know the song. No, I don't. Set it straight. Set it straight. Well, in 1986. So. Well, Early this shoot. is where I um, probably becomes evident that I'm not as old as I look. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't born till the year after. <laughs> so how are we done? Yeah, what? we're... <laughs> I got, I got, I got stunned silence here. <laughs> it was a tough one. Because, it was a really... um, because me and Carl have drawn. Yeah, with uh, one each. One each. <laughs> I'm happy with one each. I, okay, I'll be honest. As soon as I heard that organ, I was like, oh, "Bloody Californication, that is." I That's reckon. good. And then after that, I was like, I "Just don't know." Des- despite two of them being songs you actually, and one of them being Play. the vocal part that you actually, don't actually sing. <laughs> I, I even, I even feel, a, I even feel a bit gracious. By saying, you know, I've written Taxi in the video as the song title to... Fair play, though. By the way. Fair play. Um, there we go. So maybe, I don't know, maybe we should give it to the guest. You don't win anything. You win a bag of M&Ms that you've already half eaten. <laughs> that you bought me. That was good. Thanks, Aidan. Yeah, that was That's good. That's all right. We were hoping for, like, I don't know, What's the fourth song on Uplift Mofo Party Plan? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> no, too easy. Too what easy. Suffer. Too easy. Oh, that was a good. That was a good one, though. <laughs> so we've been going for about an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. Unbelievably, it always shoots by so fast. It? it really does. Yeah. Yeah. How how long do these podcasts last? <laughs> about an hour. Well, longest is an hour forty something. Yeah. But don't forget, we've got our we've got our ending ending song. I listened to a um, podcast today. A uh, a podcast with Jeremy Wade, the fisherman. Oh yeah, that's how far in I am. You're deep, aren't you? Three hours and thirty six minutes. Oh, yeah. And, and you're happy with that? I listened to it yeah. and I was like, right, bring it on. Let's go. Three and a half hours later on, <laughs> let's talk about chili peppers. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, I just listened to the whole thing. Uh, it's a there's a. A brand, a fishing brand that do this podcast, and I've been listening to it, and like that's the longest one, but all of them are about two hours long. Yeah, put it on. Yeah, get through it. Yeah, easy. Yeah, I, I find, I find, I can. I'm, I, I'm new to podcasts, 
In fact, I've probably I've <laughs> 16 done 16 episodes in. <laughs> I've no, only no, just no. listened to my first one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't really listen to them. I, I like doing this. This yeah. is fun. This is, and I really appreciate. Like initially, I'm sure Aiden started this to get me out more. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> which is cool. Which is really nice. Yeah. And um, it, I, yeah, I really, I really enjoy doing them, and I learn loads. It's cool. But um, I don't listen to too many of them, but mm. I've started to. Like there's um, Talking Schmidt, um, which is he's a skater, Schmitty, and he gets all the other skateboarders on, and, and um, cool. it's really cool. And I can just listen to. You've got like Jeff Rowley and all the all the all the skaters on there, which are cool. And, but yeah, they're they're fairly new for the last five. Oh. Six, seven, eight years, aren't they? The podcasts? Are they? No, longer than that. I remember longer than that? the Ricky Gervais one. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. He was one of the first, wasn't he, with Merchant yeah. and Pilkington. Oh, hilarious. I love that. Yeah, amazing. But they must hilarious. be longer, must be further so, ago than that. There's another one. I got well into that, the animated <laughs> version of it. <laughs> I got a Carl Pilkington tattoo. Oh, there, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate, I'm gonna. Do you mind if I keep an eye on you through life? No, it's all just, right. Just, just. So I know. I don't need to know what you're into. I can just look at you. Look <laughs> at my and arms. I just know. I just know. I um. I once got told that um. I dress like a child because um. I just wear things. It's like I I go. Well, there's a clothing item with something that I like. And I was on holiday and I had a T-shirt on that had cats on. I had a hat on that had um, uh, a picture of a dinosaur on. And I had uh, some Star Wars vans on. And I was like, ready to go. We're in Barcelona. Let's go for a walk. And uh, and <laughs> the girl we were with is um, of, of like the other couple that we were with was just like, is that, is that what you're... Is that the one you're going with? It's like, yeah. We're definitely not getting into yeah. any exclusive clubs yeah, yeah, with you. Yeah. The, the T-shirt was one that I bought whilst I was there, and it's got cats all over the front. It's like one of those ones you see at Shirley Market with the wolves, but it's cats. All right. And I took it out that evening, and what was even better was I realised when we were walking down some of the dark streets in Barcelona was that it was also glow in the dark. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, even better, you thought. <laughs> I don't think we've covered hardly any of the the things we were going to talk about. But no, really it's always the way, this. isn't it? It's always the way. Really hey, give us uh, give yourself a quick plug, band wise, just for people who would like to book yourself. How can and how oh. can they find? How you can on, they find the you? Where where do they go? What do they do? Um, so we're on Facebook. If you search for Davy Jones's Locker, Davy D A V E Y Jones, then a hyphen, then Locker, and there's okay. a picture of us on there. Um, so you can find that. My, I've got another band called Beard where we play like um, loads of stuff like Limp Biscuit and Linkin Park. And, yeah, different. Um, that's cool. Yeah, the whole idea was we just we were all getting a bit fed up of the cover bands we were in, doing the same thing all the time. So we just all got together and we're just like it was just four mates who all went to school together who had beards. We we're like, should we just do a band and call it Beard? <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and you can find us on Facebook. Um, I think it's beard band. There's a picture of like a silhouette of a of my beard and a, my eyebrows, my very pronounced <laughs> eyebrows, and a and a trilby. And if um, we're on Instagram as well, magic. Yeah, but this has been <laughs> lovely. Um, well, thank you very much for coming along. Yeah, no, thanks, yeah. thanks. I am. Um, I listened to Amber's one, and uh, I thought, oh, she's really. Good at music. <laughs> I'm just an idiot. <laughs> Plays bass. <laughs> I thought I've written like, and then you told me that you know, like the to ch- it was growing a bit, and I yeah. thought those new people are going to turn up and they're going to listen to me, <laughs> and you're going to lose them all. You're going to have to start again. <laughs> 
Please don't go, <laughs> listeners. Yeah. <laughs> no, of course they won't. Of course, yeah, of course they won't. <laughs> hey, no, I've had fun. I've had. This fun. has been fun. It has been fun. There's Thank um, you very much. there's, there's going to be a point where we hopefully revisit people because well, when we when we run out of people, we well, know. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. And I was oh. saying because because the, there's <laughs> so much more to talk about. You know what I mean. And, and stuff happens, to. and you know. And, Please invite me back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> last question. Please. At a push. Yeah. This is a tricky question. Favourite band? Okay. Chili Peppers. Hands down. Ooh. Easy. Is that in the moment? Favourite song? <sighs> or oh, favourite album then? Go on, favourite album. Uh, favourite Chili Peppers album? Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to answer your question again first, though. Because Chili Peppers are my favourite band. Yeah. But my favourite songwriter is hands down Tom Waits. All right. Easy. All right, all right. And I found him really hard to get into. I just really persevered for about 10 years, <laughs> constantly listening to him going, oh, don't, don't, yeah, don't, 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 don't. and then after a while I was like, oh, I get it. Yeah. And and now I... He's he, actually talking about T-shirts with cats that glow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But like, there's never, like, I've always been into music and I've always been into like listening more to the to the music. Like Led Zeppelin, like they're amazing, but take Robert Plant out and I'd still be like, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Like so, and Tom Waits was the first person that's ever made me sort of t- pay attention to lyrics. Before that, I, I honestly couldn't care. For me, it was Eddie Vedder. I think. Hmm? Yeah, I never. Re- I just I understood melody and I understood things, but but he's quite hard to understand. But yeah, but, Eddie, <laughs> but yeah, he, he's a mumbler. He's a brilliant mumbler. Yellow lead better. Oh, like, yeah. I just remember I saw a, like a the where they like they try and tell read the lyrics and they do do all the like, the things and there's like. There's bits in that where it sounds like he's saying Anna Nicole falls down the stairs, set of stairs or something like that. This is just like... <laughs> but um, yeah. I think um, tracks like Present Tense, Pearl Jam, yeah. you know, lyrically, I, I just blows yeah. my Jeremy's mind. great. For blows it. my Jeremy, yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. to put that sort of stuff. Anyway. Yeah, sorry. That's cool. Well, I'm so glad what, just... what was your favourite album? Favourite Chili Peppers album? Mm. It's not what people would think. <sighs> it's Californication. Is it? Mm. Wow. It was the first album I ever had on CD. And ah. it's just stuck with me. And I, it, yeah, it's just, it, yeah, it's probably my favourite. But I also really like the one that nobody likes, which is um, One Hot Minute. That's my favourite. Oh, yeah, that's great, yeah. That's okay. Favourite song? Hands down my favourite. Uh, favourite Chili Pepper song mm-hmm. ever. Mm. Oh, oh, come oh, on. God, that's You're a hard one. I'll tell you my favourite one at the moment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dreams of a Sar- Samurai, off of the latest one. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's cool. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go something obscure because um, my covers band when I was 17 used to play it, and we used to um, and it used to be so much fun. I think play. I think it's one note from Flea. And it's Sticker Macanico. Oh yeah, which is a, a that's like a B side. It's a B side. Yeah. yeah, from the yeah. It's just and it just used to. Oh, it was awesome. Getting my fingers to do that, do, 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 do. I couldn't even do it nowadays. I yeah, I can't do it. He just, uh, you know what I mean? And he's, um, I love that tune. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just today, tomorrow. Yeah. What about yours? You haven't joined Okay, favourite bass line. Oh, no, I can't play it. Oh, yeah. 
Do you know what? When we were talking, when Carl said we were going to do songs, I practiced that one because I thought Aiden won't do this one. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> but but, I think, but I, this, that's the that's a tricky. Like when I first started playing bass, I had the Stu Ham tabbook and I had the Blood Sugar Sex Magic tabbook, and that that bass one just grabbed me from the beginning. Yeah. I'm a bit more of a um. What's the um um? Oh, yeah. walk about. That one, I love that. That's a good, that's a good bass line. Yeah, that's a very good Just bass line. Just sleazy, sleazy sort of walk along. <laughs> that I read recently on um, Andy, this, the, the guy with the Chili Peppers guys, and they were talking about. And then me and my friend's website for the Chili sent, uh, there's a website where you can look up what possibly could have happened. Right. And, and I, I was really, I would have loved to have seen a second Dave Navarro Navarro yeah. album. I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah, same. Um, just because, but apparently they were so far gone into the drugs again that that you know what I mean they just weren't healthy for each other. So I read the um, I read Anthony Kiedis's biography. I haven't read Flea's book yet. I've had it since the day it came it's out. Good. It's good, but I haven't read it. But um, I read that and it's so frustrating, isn't it? Because you're just like there's just you think he's gonna get get round it and then all of a sudden it's just like oh he's done it again. Yeah, he's done it again. Done it again. Scar tissue. Yeah, same yeah. with um, right. On that bombshell, there's an, there's an outro song happening. <laughs> Thanks, Davey. That was really, really lovely. Thanks for having me. I could talk all night. We probably will after this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just we don't want to subject everyone else to it. I know. At some point. Um, should we do like a, a Chili Peppers vocal inspired okay. outro? <laughs> it's going to be about, about, about California. And, uh, <coughs> yeah. I'm going to take pinch things from uh, their songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a policewoman on the cop car. I put a cucumber in her pocket. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Is that it? That's it. That's all I... <laughs> That's all I got. Oh, oh, shit. I'm so glad we recorded that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. Think... A police woman and put her on the cop. He says it into psycho sexy, doesn't he? Yeah, but, but he doesn't say that. Well, cucumber in her pocket. <laughs> okay, let's, oh. try, let's try it again. Oh, go again, go again, go again. I got something better this time. Okay, you do, should you, you do something, Davey, a bit more. I'm not doing anything, I can't follow that. <laughs> oh, now I'm feeling the pressure. Oh. <laughs> Do some more psycho sexy ones. Some more psycho sexy. <laughs> we got a friend, he's crazy, he's sexy, he's psycho. Oh, we call him this, we call him that, we call him out with a baseball bat. Rick a ding dong. <laughs> Actually, oh, we're going up for Keith. Keith is hard. Yeah. He spits some lyrics. Oh, have you finished? <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> he did a, I read an interview once when he said, lyrics don't need to mean anything. 
No. I just remind, r- rhyme things with other things sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. For the sake of it. And I was like, you yeah. shouldn't have told anybody that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, I bloody love that song. It's sweet, means so much to me. Exactly. Trade secrets. <laughs> when you just got to go mother, other. There's that lyric in Psycho Sexy, isn't there? Another. Like a ram, like a lamb, like a ram getting ready to, ready to jam a lamb. That's it, jam a lamb. I just remember hearing it and jam it didn't lamb. really... I didn't really know what it, we, we, what it we, meant we, when I first heard it. <laughs> and then I listened back a few years ago and went, oh. <laughs> All right, one more, one more song. Oh, come on, Carl. Because, because come on. we need to get, well, we need to finish this. <laughs> All, right. All right, hang on, hang on. Okay, he's got the next out. Come on, star bass line. Oh, the power of equality is important. And if you have to ask (laughs) about that time I was breaking the girl, it's because I was a funky monk. She asked me, could she suck my kiss? I told her she could have lied. Oh, that don't work. <laughs> Mellow ship, slinky in B major. <laughs> I was the righteous, she was the wicked. She said, give it away. And then I put a cucumber in her pocket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, sorry. <laughs> Quit it. Quit it. <laughs> Thank you very much, Davey. Thanks very Thanks, much Davey. for having me. I'm going to go put a cucumber in my pocket. <laughs>